something that's foundational to your life and your happiness that no one really talks about from what I've noticed is who you are in private when no one's watching. You see, that's where you get to experience the relationship that you have with yourself. Now, a lot of people talk about this when it comes to like loneliness, but they overlook like the identity aspect of it. When they talk about it with loneliness, they're trying to solve the problem of feeling alone, where they say, become friends with yourself and do things you like and make friends with loneliness and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. We know, we've all heard it. I've even talked about it on the podcast myself. But we're not talking about loneliness. We're talking about who you are when nobody is watching. You know, and it's not uncommon for people to be totally different and their identity with their relationship with themselves when no one is watching. And that's why we get spooked or upset or irritated when somebody is spying on us or we think someone is spying on us or someone checked in on us and we didn't expect it because we were having, for better or for worse, an intimate moment with ourselves. And that's the side of us that we only reserve for ourselves to see and not anybody else. And I think that what people don't really understand is that this is a dynamical thing, right? It might be mostly dynamical, maybe some of it's static, but that's something we're about to dig, dig into. I just first want to say that um, you'll you'll notice people expose how they think and feel inside online. What when they post online like I have thoughts about hurting other people. Am I a psychopath? And, you know, I would imagine that they're not behaving that way publicly. But maybe that's, like, where they come to think when they're by themselves and no one is watching. And um, I'll be the first to admit that when I'm alone and no one is watching, that I've been angry and, you know, I, I've, I felt powerless and that would lead to unpleasant thoughts. And the nature of those thoughts, it doesn't matter, but I, I, I knew that I could change this. And I know that other people can change this about themselves too, is that when, when you're thinking about saying or doing something, that is an opportunity for you to change a habit. And when you change a habit, you change a relationship. Not just your relationship with that thing, but it will also affect your relationships otherwise. Say, for example, you go on the keto diet and you're cutting carbs or you're just having them very low in your intake. Uh, you're not going to go meet with friends at McDonald's or some restaurant where you'd be tempted to have carbs, you're going to be cooking at home. So to stick to your diet, you cook by yourself and you avoid, you avoid places that would bring temptation. So you start affecting people and yourself when you change a habit. And so how you talk to yourself is the first thing we want to look at, right? Or maybe it's the second thing. The first thing would be how you think about yourself, like, when when I didn't have as good of a relationship with myself and my self-image, 
which has been checkered, right? Checkered throughout history. It's been here and there because things change. That's why I say it's dynamical. Like, places I'm doing well in life, I have a positive self-image and view of myself. And then times I'm not doing well, it's a negative self-image and negative relationship with myself. And, you know, I the thing is, like, when you change these things, you can, you can change yourself for the better. And so, like, I'll be the first to admit that... Um, I used to talk negatively to myself, and I'm not of the opinion that all self-deprecating jokes or humor is a diss to yourself, but I still discourage people from doing it, and I've done it on this podcast even after saying that. You know, we're all hypocrites to some degree, um, but, you know, how you how you think about yourself will affect how you talk about yourself, and how you talk about yourself will affect how you act about yourself. And so instead of being ashamed or afraid of yourself because maybe you thought something violent or you have power fantasies or some sort of negative thing, maybe it's suicidalness, I don't don't know. Well, start changing how you think about yourself first. And one of the most effective things you can do for yourself that people don't have a habit of besides me and maybe a select few other people on the planet is I regularly write down positive things about myself. Not just my skills and my strengths, but just positive things about myself, things I like about myself. And I reinforce those things. And I reinforce it through self-talk. You know, like maybe maybe I had a bad day that I couldn't flip into a good day. And that it took a toll on me. But I go, I go to myself, whether people are watching or not, but especially when no one is watching me. And I'm, it's private. I'm having an intimate moment with myself, I just go, I did all that I could, I did my best, and that's good enough for me. I am enough. And I've practiced this. You know, it might start out as empty words and weightless and inauthentic, but there, that's where fake it till you make it is a valuable thing. Is that you know you need to be doing it, so you might as well just do it. But when you have a list of things you, that are positive about you, like your strengths, your skills, your things you like about yourself, things you love about yourself, you know, for me, I actually had to use three pages. There's well over 90 things that, that I like about myself, strengths and skills included. Um, I'm actually looking at it right now. They're pinned to my bulletin board on the wall. Well, anyway, that helps. Those things help. It helps you be authentic in how you talk positively about yourself. And so it, that will help you reinforce what you think about yourself. And then when it comes to action, your new habit with your intimate self, you know, your alone time, is you do good things on yourself. You know, like, it doesn't have to be something cringy like giving yourself a pat on the back, but if that's what's going to do it for you, you do that. You could just treat yourself to an experience you like. For me, I like to go to movies by myself. I also like to go out and eat and dine by myself. It's not just a dates thing. It's not just getting together with friends. I, I go I, I take myself out on dates. I like to have fun. I enjoy my own company. I'm a very solitary person. And that was actually to my advantage of having a healthy dynamic with myself when no one is watching. And then that way I don't feel like a Machiavellian person hiding 
who I really am from the world because I make an effort to be who I am privately as I am publicly. And so I just, just treat yourself to experiences you like, make the, make a cup of tea you like. For me, it's black tea. You know, you might need to eat something because tea can upset your stomach if it's, if you drink tea on an empty stomach. And so, yeah, eat some crackers and a piece of bread and then make yourself some black tea Put it on the desk and listen to an audiobook you like or read a book you like. Watch a movie you like. Watch a show you like. Watch a YouTuber you like. You know, um, and if you want to be divorced from technology, I mean, there's a lot of things you could do. Put a puzzle together or just go for a walk. There, there's so many things you can do by yourself to reinforce positive self-talk and it, it all it all just gets rooted back to reinforcing positive thoughts about yourself and you're not always going to think positive about yourself and neither will i because we all error <laughs> you know we all make mistakes we all make bad choices we hurt ourselves and people we love and you know also innocent people and people we shouldn't you know like <laughs> we're, we're human beings I think people forget that. And, you know, just, just like, cut yourself a break, fam. <laughs> like, like, that's what I do. I cut myself a break, you know, actually probably once a day, if not more. At least once a day. Be, because I'm constantly putting myself out there. You know, it's easy for me to get hurt. I'm constantly, you know, making moves towards better days, a better future. But don't get me wrong, there's... there's plenty of times I make time for rest there I make at least two days for rest once a week but that's part of how I move towards a better future is I avoid burnout and you know what like this life is a blessing and it's not going to serve you to be negative and violent in your head and have all that evil and animosity going on it's such a waste of your time like People really don't realize how much control of the experience of the mind they have. Like, it's, it's kind of like one example. This is a common example I give sometimes on this podcast is that maybe you're kept up at night because of some cringy memory your mind presented you, some embarrassing moment. Well, my trick to dealing with that is I go, well, it gives me no value to think about it. It gives me no value to harp about it. So... I'm just going to focus on how how much fun tomorrow is going to be. All the productive things I want to do. All the fun things we want to do. And then I meditate on that and go to bed. Yeah, I can go to bed really quick. Probably in less than five minutes on purpose. And, yeah, I mean, same thing applies to when when you're alone and no one's watching you. It's not going to serve you or be valuable to you to think negatively about yourself in the world or speak negatively about yourself in the world or behave negatively about yourself in the world. You know, prevent yourself from going down a villain arc. Prevent it. <laughs> don't don't think crazy. Don't speak crazy. Don't behave crazy. Don't do it. You know, this is this is dynamical. It can change. You can you can you can have good thoughts if you really want them. Now, another tip I picked up from Celebrity Sold by Grant Cardone is the no negativity for 24 hours game where you don't have a negative thought 
for 24 hours and you win, or if you have a negative thought before 24 hours, you just start the game over. It's actually really effective. It's actually really good. I've, I I do it. I practice that. And, you know, I'm not trying to, like, promote, like, um, you know, only thinking positive and never acknowledging the negative, right? Because sometimes there is truth and val- validity, you know, like we have a valid grievance about something, right? Well, I mean, we got we to gotta deal with that in a constructive way. Um, we can deal with it in a positive way, you know, dealing with negative aspects of reality that are true. We can have a constructive, proactive, productive, and positive approach to it. That's what I'm trying to preach here. And, you know, like I said, it's not going to serve you to be a negative person when, when you're alone and no one's watching you. And your life is going to change so much for the better once you start practicing being positive about yourself in the world and your mind and your words and your actions, both privately and publicly. Oh, man, the world is your oyster. It's going to be so much fun. It's going to be great. Every day will be a good day to you, pretty much. That's how it is for me. It's been that way for years. You know, with the exception of the pandemic, that was tough. But there there were some good days in there, too, though. I made the best of it to the best of my ability. And, you know, yeah, I mean, when, when you have a negative relationship with yourself privately, you don't, you tend to try to avoid that. And then, like, it, it, once you're there, it might affect who you are publicly, like, it's like, okay, I'm negative by myself, but I'm positive here. Which version of me is more true? Well, both are true at the same time. Or at least they can be. Um, I would I would just gear towards making private you and public you positive. I would just gear towards that. It just makes the most sense to me. And I feel like I'm struggling and failing to present good arguments for it. I think the how-tos work. I think the how-tos are simple enough and communicated well. But the why behind these things... You know... I just don't see how being negative privately or publicly or some combo of either is worthwhile. I don't see how it's good. Even if it is a valid grievance. I think that being positive of you privately and publicly is ideal. Because that's my experience. And another thing is you are not your thoughts and you are not your feelings. Um, if you act and speak on them, you can become them. Oh, yeah. I mean, most things are a self-fulfilling prophecy if you let them be. You know, but let, let's, let's get out of that territory and I'll just wrap this up and say, you know, be positive in your mind, words, and actions towards yourself and other people in the world. Um, in a non-delusional way, you know, I mean, positive isn't like pragmatic, like you're going to make the best of things, even if, even if they are bad.